your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, uh, we were chatting earlier in the show and we talked a little last week about the Snapchat chat box, the move by social media apps to incorporate artificial intelligence. But what are your thoughts on the significant move towards AI? And do you look forward to the benefits or are you more anxious about the downsides? Well, Dr. Chris Exton is a senior lecturer at the University of Limerick and he is on the line to tell us a bit more. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning, how are you doing? So it's it's almost as if the dam has burst here. I mean, uh, you know, a year ago, very few people in my circle certainly were talking about chat GPT or AI. And now, as Anne-Marie was saying to us earlier, our producer, it was a common topic of conversation everywhere she went at the weekend. Yes, well, I mean, the, the research has been going on for, for years, decades. Um, so it's not really anything new in the computer science research domain. And I suppose there's been significant leaps, mostly because uh, processes have got faster and computers have got bigger. And it sort of broke through, I think, when ChatGPT broke through into the mainstream. But really, you know, really it's it's been around for for. For decades. Yeah. Now, the the science fiction worries around you know sentience and AI and robots ultimately destroying humanity and taking it over or turning on us. I assume that's at the extreme end. I mean, what would you consider genuine concerns about well, this? Well, okay, yeah, and you're right. That that is at the extreme end, and I suppose that, I mean it comes from. I mean, I, I love those science fiction movies as well as much as anybody else, right? Um, and it is at the extreme end. I think the the real worry is much more mundane, um, probably a lot to do. I mean, people have, there's a lot of conversation about the downsides of uh, social media and misinformation and, you know, uh, the, the amount of uh, uh, information that's on the Internet that's just not fact, right? Um, and I suppose one of the real downsides is uh, AI, like ChatGPT, lets lets people generate vast amounts of very believable um, uh, uh, text, which often is is false, really. Really, so I think that's one of the really valid um, fears I'd have: is that it feeds into just more misinformation. Um, and it's sort well, of, well, I mean, just yeah. to give one small example, for a bit of fun earlier on, yeah. uh, we did this in relation to the Limerick Today show, for example, and uh, I think it, uh, in a humorous way, underlines what you've just said, Chris. Let's just hear it. In the morning light, a show takes flight. The Limerick Today show, shining bright, presented by Joe Nash with charm and grace, produced by Anne-Marie, setting the pace. On the Limerick Today show's vibrant stage, Quirlian's grace and foals, first battles engage. Politicians spar. Their arguments resound. Voices clash, seeking common ground. And on Fridays at coffee, break is shared. Chats flow freely, thoughts and stories aired. A moment of respite. A friendly reprieve. The listeners gather. Their worries relieve. From 9 to 12, each morning's grand display, the Limerick Today Show lights up the way with Joe and Anne-Marie, a dynamic pair, bringing knowledge, laughter, and stories to share. Right. Well, there you go. 
Um, you've, pre- you've got some pretty impressive guests. <laughs> well, 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 don't we? And, and what was really... Fr- and I didn't genuinely didn't even know this, but Anne-Marie said, like, they didn't write a poem or anything. They just put some keywords in. Then they ran it through the voice generator of yeah. these current and past presidents. And certainly that last one. I mean, that Trump one. Yeah, it's fantastic, scary, isn't, it? isn't it? And it's not even just voice, it's video as well. I mean... Uh, and I suppose the reality is, and it would be the same thing I would say prior to to all of this is, you know, you need to really check your facts, um, and I suppose you you doubly need to do so now that AI, and it becomes more difficult because you can't really accept everything you see anymore, and you can't really accept anything you hear anymore. Um, um, And if that sounds scary, I suppose it's probably been that way for a while, but it's probably just easier for the man on the street or person on the street to to reproduce this sort of stuff. If I was to turn it around, I think really it puts the onus on the media organizations, um, um, whether it's newspapers or radios like yourself or or the journalists to, to do their fact checking. That, that's because I, I think we're living in a world now where unless you uh, trust where you're getting your news from or where you're hearing your information from, you should really doubt it. <laughs> but, but the problem with that, Chris, is that, you know, commercial models of media have been so disrupted by uh, the likes of Meta, Facebook, etc., etc., and are in some cases, and not just internationally, but in Ireland as well, a hand-to-mouth type existence right now, then the state is going to have to inevitably resource media in the traditional or responsible, whatever you want to describe it as, sense, to ensure that they are able to do what you've just said, to genuinely fact-check. I agree completely. I mean, you probably love me for saying this, but really, like, user-generated content, like, there's there's millions of of videos all over the world, and and it's, it's, it's stolen the jobs of, I suppose, millions of journalists, really, and, and photographers that would normally go to cover stories, because you basically have somebody there with a camera and a microphone nearly everywhere. Um, and I suppose it's easy, easy to use this stuff um, 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 rather than sort of have the expense of putting your own journalist there or your own photographer there. But in reality, if we want, if we want to live in a world where we can sort of trust the information we're probably either the government will pay for it and resource it, or we, we the the public will have to pay for our news if we want to be able to trust it. I, I pay for for newspapers now, um, online newspapers. So, um, and I trust the ones I read. Okay, but um, I think that that's going to happen. And you mentioned government, not to sort of um, jump on that too, but I, I really think the government needs to have faster legislation as technology moves really fast there's a there's a massive lag with government mm. first to understand the technology right. and then to legislate uh, but, but the thing is i mean governments including our own might have been able to argue around 2005 2006 you know that first 5 years or more of um, the online explosion um you know social media that yeah. they didn't really understand what was coming and how dominant it would be and all the problems. They can't say that this time because they've been warned by one thing. This is the next big jump and they do need to be on top of it. Although they, you'd kind of wonder, is it possible to regulate it? I don't know. I, I think it is possible to regulate it. I think p- part of the problem we have with a lot of the, well, user-generated platforms, you know, like YouTube and Twitter 
is that it's not regulated as much as traditional media is, right? So, I mean, there's there's things that... Well, in some that, cases, hardly at all, yes, frankly. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's things that I can't say on your program because your, your, your radio station will get sued or, you know, um, and that becomes your responsibility, what you let be broadcast. But these platforms, um, they get away with a lot and perhaps too much. Um, I know there's there's cases going on in the U.S. at the moment which basically are trying to bring these large tech companies into being treated a bit more like traditional media mm. sources. Uh, and that, well, I mean, to I be think honest with you, you know, we'd all important. love to be able to say we're just a platform and we yeah. have no responsibility for what Chris Exton right. may or may not say um, on this show at this time. But, right. but but that's far from the case. We're, yeah. we're a heavily regulated media organisation alongside the laws of libel. And, and that's the way I think, I mean, there's obviously a balance of a freedom of speech and regulation about what can be said, but, you know, at least in the case of Ireland, I'm, I'm happy with it. I, I, I don't want a situation where people can just broadcast whatever they like, you know. Mm. Um, but, but this is here to stay, and we have to grapple with it, and obviously there are lots of amazing things that will be done with There's AI. so much positive stuff. I mean, I don't want to sound negative and scary. There, there's so much positive stuff. Um, there's... Um, but there is some negative, but we, we tend to sort of look on the negative side of things, but the, mostly this is good. This is great, right? Okay. I, I like it, um, but we just have to be careful, that's all. All right, well, listen, fascinating stuff. Thank you very much for talking to us this morning. And that is uh, Dr. Chris Exton, Senior Lecturer at the University of uh, Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.